It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show, James Van Osdell. Welcome to Car con Carne, episode 711. I'm James Van Osdell. And I've got a lot coming up here on Carcon Carne. Carcon Carne will still be doing some remote things, but Carcon Carne will also be in the field, as they say. I say that at least. Next week, there are two Situation Chicago shows at Empty Bottle, two of them. I'm hosting night one of those shows, Tuesday night at Empty Bottle, White Mystery performing live that night. Also, Mirrors and Neptune's Core. That is Tuesday night, and we'll be previewing both shows at Empty Bottle. Thursday night as we have a situation Chicago car con carne also coming up on car con carne wiener circle a trip to wiener circle with my dear friend Scott Lucas of local H lowdown brass band joins me tomorrow I'll be making a return to Dante's because their pizza is ridiculous damager will be joining me on the show the best bartender in all of Chicago according to the Chicago reader Mike Vanderbilt returns to the show also axons will be on the show Fort Francis stiff little fingers it goes on from there. Carcon Carney is going to keep you busy and keep things really pretty local. I mentioned restaurants. I'm going to Dante's, going to Wiener Circle. I'm always looking for restaurants to record at. Promo the food, talk about the food, eat the food, share the food, put the food on the camera. If you are a restaurateur, someone who's a restaurateur who would like to be part of the Carcon Carne experience. Let me know. I also intend as the months, weeks, months go on to do a lot more on-site event type coverage. You know, I've gone to places like golf outings and riot fest and cold waves. I love doing that kind of stuff. So I plan to do a lot more of that moving forward. That all aside, I want to bring my guest on. He is a partner in a new storefront that is opening up in Avondale this spring. The storefront is called the Horror house he is Vinny malave and horror house will arrive in avondale in spring i mentioned that this is the sort of thing that speaks to me in every conceivable way you can be part of making this launch of horror house even better and bigger the kickstarter for horror house is live right now Vinny, lovely to see you in your cool terrifier t-shirt great to see you in your uh space ghost shirt you know i got it from cryptic closet uh, I've heard weird things about that place, yeah. but a uh, big, big fan. So Chicago's only horror shop is on the way. And I want you to know, I, I'm a horror fan. You know that I've always been really careful to over enunciate horror. And I really am careful to over enunciate horror as it pertains to your shop, the yeah, horror I, house. There, there's yeah, a little, little bit of risk there. Okay. That was on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I like, so every single time I would do a horror convention, um, I would, especially towards the beginning when we first started doing this, I would, uh, talk to my family about it and talk to my grandma and my aunt and stuff. And, uh, when I would say, oh yeah, I was, I was working a horror convention. Like they would just give me this really <laughs> weird look and be like a horror convention. And I got it enough times that when I was trying to think of a, of a cool name, that kind of, uh, was a good name that would, that would kind of cover everything that we wanted to do. The horror house felt fitting. Cause I'm like, for one, I love I love puns and play on words. And um, yeah, I just like messing with people. So, I mean, it just makes it that much more 
you have to you have to go really slow when you say it the horror horror, house. horror. you have to like my, my my lips and jaw look stupid as i said i look like a, like a johnny quest <laughs> Lip, like lips a on a cartoon so the horror house is in the works right now it's going to be uh it's on belmont street or will be on belmont street 2911 west belmont in that cool segment of avondale you got kuma's corner the the og across the street in a blood around the corner dark matters over there i mean that's that's become an awesome corridor and probably the perfect location for this yeah yeah um honestly it it was like it was fate honestly um when it comes to the location because originally um if you're familiar with bric-a-brac bric-a-brac records just recently moved to a bigger location um and they were on Nick, they were on diversity right, right. diversity and kedzie right in the corner yeah. and um they were moving and nick and jen they hit me up and they they knew that me and my brother moses we've been speaking about wanting a storefront for years so they contacted us and they're like hey would you guys want to take over this place instead at the time it felt yeah that was the perfect place if you would ask us you know at that moment that's the place we need and um long story short it didn't work out fell through um but me moses and our business partner aaron we all three at that point we've been talking every single day and it was almost like just geeking each other up, thinking about cool ideas that we could do for the shop, cool collaborations, just things to make it really unique for horror fans. And um, when we found out we didn't get the place instead of uh, sulking and just waiting that same day, we hit up a place and I found the location that we're at now. And um, after checking it out, seeing the location, it just felt way more fitting. Like the area is perfect. Like you said, dark matter, Kuma's corner, there's demon tap. There's um bucket of blood. There's Tribeca's, which is an amazing sandwich spot that just opened. Um, and Reed's local. It's a really oh, yeah. cool dive bar. That's been nothing but great. Like every single person, every single like spot, um, an individual that we've met has been nothing but supportive and just, it's, it's really cool. It's really refreshing. And it makes this jump and this like whole, adventure a lot less scary you know well i want to talk about what's in i don't even know where to start do i ask about what the what the what will the, the store have in it like what 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 can we expect yeah. at the store or do i start with the kickstarter i feel like you kind of both pieces of information kind of feed off yeah another. yeah well i mean i can tell you better yet i feel like maybe if i tell people about the store it'll get them excited for the kickstarter there so, you go all right so, uh, so what is it it's chicago's only <laughs> horror store yeah, I mean, that, that enough is is a is a sell line for me. I'm in. I'm there. I'll be there opening day. Um, have you ever been to a horror convention? I'm asking you this question, knowing the answer. You don't know the answer. No, I've been to tons of comic book conventions, but I've never been to a horror convention. Th- okay. Those are probably smaller conventions at more of like a Ramada Inn than a Rosemont Convention Center sort of thing. Uh, long sweaty hallways. Um. <laughs> musty collectibles z-list celebrities it's it's kind of long there um (laughs) our idea is so we we, we've um when we started cryptic closet in march 2016 the first thing we did is we did flashback weekend which is a horror convention in rosemont um really awesome show we did that as our first con and um since then we just like started traveling all around anywhere from new jersey to orlando we just road trip and just hit up all these places um and that's where we met a lot of these brands that we're working with and that we're collaborating with for the shop 
So the whole idea of the horror house is to bring the feeling of a horror convention where you can walk in and you can buy three or four different shirts from four different brands that you really love and support. And you could buy, you know, um, an exclusive art painting from Adam Michaels or Stephen Laurel's holiday and, you know, a couple figures and a cryptic closet comic book all in one place without having to pay, you know, separate shipping, you know, like we want to, I guess the way I started thinking about it is like, what kind of shop would I want as a horror fan? You know, like, what do I feel like I would want to see when I walk in? And for one, like, I want to see really cool Halloween masks. I want to see original artwork that I don't see anywhere else at, you know, Target. I want to see shirts that aren't at, you know, Hot Topic. Like, I want to see something that's a little bit more diverse. Almost I like, like a, a boutique meets flea market mentality. Right, right. I mean, we're going to sell everything from, um, we're going to have original artwork, original paintings, um, exclusive prints that you can only get from the shop. Um, we're going to have everything from like body care products, like bath bombs and the horror theme to uh, coffin shaped dog bowls for, or pet bowls for, you know, your cat or your dog. Um, NECA figures, stuff from trick or treat studios, um, cryptic closet, all the stuff, the Fanny DeVito's. Um, <laughs> I see those out in the wild all the time. <laughs> I always laugh when I see them. <laughs> you know, those are our bread and butter, man. I they, believe it. That's been our um, saving grace over the past couple of years. But yeah, we're trying to do all that as well as like, you know, have our friend and our another co-owner of the horror house. He's a uh, he blows glass. He has a company called Glass by Gasson. So we're going to have um, exclusive little glass pieces that are horror themed. That includes a little, you know, tobacco pipes. Um, we're going to have uh, we're, we're just trying to work with a lot of unique vendors and artists in that community that we've met over the years that we feel deserve the spot and the spotlight in our shop. You know, well, and I think you said it. We don't as fans, we don't want we're not looking to collect things that we can get at Target or at Walmart or easily buy online on Amazon. We want we want to dig for the cool shit. We want to find that that cool thing that kind of speaks to us personally, that unique piece. I mean, that, that's what I love about Cryptic, Clo- Cryptic Closet. I mean, how many people have Space Ghost t-shirts in the design of Batman the Animated Series? It's that unique stuff that you can kind of claim as your own that you had to make a special trip to get. I, I get the appeal of that as a collector. Yeah, yeah. And we just feel like, you know, um, it's a really good opportunity to spotlight a lot of really awesome artists and companies and brands that don't really get the attention that they truly deserve, you know? Mm-hmm. I can name some of the brands we're working with. Tear Threads. I'm wearing one of their shirts right now. They're one of my favorite companies, um, not just because of the artwork that they produce, but the people who run the company are absolutely just amazing people. Um Rick and Olivia are the owners and I mean, their entire family, they're just like really great people. And I mean, from doing all these shows, we've just been fortunate to come in contact and just make natural friend, you know, friendships with a lot of these, these folks. And um, I don't know. I just know that when I go to cons, there's certain brands and companies that I can tell certain fans get excited about, you know, like mm-hmm. Paul press has a really good following Western evil. If you've been to riot fest the past few years before this last one, you probably have seen him. He has all the serial killer stuff. Mm-hmm. He's pretty popular around here. And um, we'll be working with them. We'll be working with um, Atomic Cotton. We'll be working with Stephen Laurel's Holiday. Um, we're going to try to work with uh, 
vinegar syndrome, try to get some uh, cool Blu-rays and stuff like that. Uh, my buddy literally just donated a bunch of old creepy comics from like 1973. All those old creepy and eerie, those, those black yes. and white, war, the Warren yeah. comics. I love all those. We have a whole box. Perfect. Um, oh my God. Those are perfect. Uh, yeah, man. We're just like, you know, when we first start, obviously we're just, we're going to do what we can to make it work. You know, like <clears throat> we started this off with the vision of, you know, just having a horror shop. But as, as you know, time went by and the more, the ideas that we started spinning, um, it started getting bigger and bigger. And I know that with the idea comes the money that you need to support that idea. And that's where we come to the Kickstarter. Um, we're regardless, we're opening our door, our doors to spring, like whether the Kickstarter works or not, that's it's, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, the Kickstarter allows us to do a lot more, you know, it allows us to put in a lot more wholesale orders and get the store filled with, you know, more diverse products and different things to offer to people. Um, not to mention these companies and artists that we're talking about, we don't want to have to do consignment. We know that everybody's hurting right. and we would love to pay them up front because not only is it helping them, it's helping us. I, that right there, that, that says, I think hopefully all people would need to hear. It's like, it's not that you, you're looking for people to, give you a small bank loan. You're really doing this to build this community around this store. Right. It's all about supporting this independent community that, you know, there's an audience for in right. Chicago. Right. right. I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing is like when we do any kind of con like show in Chicago, the horror crowd is just so dedicated and so just lively. Like you go there, they're just so excited for whether it be a convention I mean, when we did that Joe Bob Christmas show, I'm um, at the music box it sold out. And like, like I didn't think it was going to, I had a feeling it was going to sell out. I didn't think it was going to sell out in about like a week. Yeah. That's I awesome. Was, yeah, man, I was floored. And that was the first night that we announced the, you know, the whole horror house and that we were going to open up a shop and how receptive everybody was, was just so comforting. And so like heartwarming, you know, like, cause it's like, that was the one thing that no matter what you look like, no matter what your background was, like we could all join on the love for horror. And when we talk about things like you just, you can just see their eyes light up. Like there's a place that I can go to buy like just all horror shit, like count me in, you know? And it's like that kind of enthusiasm where like, you know what, instead of going straight to a bank where there's like these, you know, these shark infested banks, we would rather reach out to the community who gets excited about this stuff and hope that they're willing to help us out a little bit. Um, right now we're actually almost at the 50% goal. And, Which is um, a great sign. Yeah. And didn't get the chance to tell you this, but thank you because I did see that you donated as well. I did. My and pleasure. Really it, seriously. Well, I, and I think you said it, the beauty of crowdfunding and, and kickstarting something like this is that that sense of ownership people have when they contribute. They, I mean, you're building a community in terms of what you're selling and who, what kind of brands and businesses you're aligning yourself with, but you're building a community with people who want you to succeed. Like someone could say, yeah, I put $20 into this. That's my guy. Those are my guys. That's, that's my story. You should check it out. I mean, it really, everyone has a stake in it. It's a really exciting thing for the people who help crowdfund. Yeah. I think that's the beauty of it is, um, you know, that's actually one of the tiers is we have the wall of fame and that's uh, you can pay a certain amount of money. You can get the, the cryptic closet. I mean, the horror house t-shirts. Um, there's two different ones along with the sticker pack and the button 
and you can have your name written on the wall. So that way, whether you live in the state or you don't, um, if you really want to be a part of Chicago's only horror shop, you can actually have your name on the wall. So whether, you know, you decide to come here to Chicago in a couple of years or not, you can come and see it for yourself, you know? Um, so things like that, I think are really cool. There's certain um, projects and Kickstarters and GoFundMes that I've actually donated to. Um, and whether it's somebody, a filmmaker trying to make a movie, one of the really cool perks that I always thought was really um, unique and um, inviting was you could pay a certain amount of money and they could have your name added in the credits. Yes. And that's just so simple. It means so much to the person who's doing it. You know, it does. You feel like a whole different connection than you do to any other movie. You know, it, it's so true. It's funny. Years and years ago, I crowdfunded or helped crowdfund the image comics documentary. And I kind okay. of forgot about it. I got a DVD copy of it and they talked to everyone, you know, they talked to like Sylvester and Eric Larson and McFarlane mm -hmm. and Liefeld and all that. I didn't think about it after I got the DVD years later, I realized I have an IMDB credit because I was in the credits because I crowdfunded and I, I asked to be in the credits with my crowdfunded money. So I, I have an IMDB That's credit because of Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. it, it, but it's that ownership. Like, yeah, I have an IMDB yeah. credit yeah. because of crowdfunding now. Yeah. You it's feel a little bit more, you feel like a little bit more part of it than just somebody who just loves the movie, you know? Right. Well, um, and it's, it, it, it's so, this, this is so well-timed this store in Chicago. And you said, it, I mean, horror fans are, are passionate, but there is such a legitimate market in need for something like this. I mean, I saw it at uh, the, the Chi-Town Theater, the, the drive-in, when the Music Box did their Music Box of Horrors at the drive-in during the pandemic on more than one occasion. They were packing that place every night for really obscure like, horror movies. Yeah, just totally off-the-rails horror, and people were, were eating it. You know, They couldn't get enough of it. That's what's going on in the city. There, there's an appetite for this. And the fact that this doesn't exist yet doesn't mean there's not a need. It means you are right place, right time, right idea. And honestly, man, that's the biggest answer prayer for all of us is that we didn't just want to do this, but we knew that there was a giant void missing in Chicago for yeah. the horror. And one that shouldn't just come once or twice a year. Um, we knew that there's all these different kinds of places. And to be completely honest with you, my boss was a huge motivation for a lot of this. Um, I work for pro wrestling tees and one hour tees. My boss, Ryan Barkin was a huge inspiration because I saw what he was able to do with pro wrestling. And he eventually opened up the pro wrestling tees storefront, which is an <laughs> open store. but that was all by choice. He can still keep it running right now if he wanted to, but he just chose not to. Um, but being at wait, wait, store, now, con conventional wisdom says that CM Punk demand had to shut down operations for a while. Was that true? That was incredibly true. Yeah. Okay. Record for most shirts sold. God, that's amazing. Um, yeah, to, to do that here, here's another one to do that and do it with a white t-shirt. That's a whole nother level of popularity. It really is a white t-shirt for sure. Yeah. Doing it with a black shirt. That's one thing, but doing it with a white shirt where most people don't want to wear on the white shirt. That mm -hmm. just goes far. Your, uh, your reach goes, you know? without a doubt um so he inspired you just watching what he did like, yeah and seeing, just because this is one thing i did notice from doing shows wrestling fans and horror fans are almost one like they they they're almost identical and a lot of fans who love horror also like wrestling they just kind of go together and i know that because a lot of events that we would throw at the wrestling shop 
I'd see a lot of familiar faces from, you know, conventions that we would do. And um, I just knew that if there was somebody who took the leap of faith on the genre itself and, and, and actually opened up a shop that was fully dedicated to that, that it would succeed. And my biggest thing is we wanted to be the first people to do it, you know? Yeah, and for sure. It ended up working out to where we're going to do it, you know? And um, on top of that, we're going to have some pop-ups from a couple of the vendors who don't really come out here that often. Um, we're going to have in-store signings from celebrities. Um, we're trying to see if we could possibly get Butch Patrick, you know, before the week of the opening. Um, we're just trying to do everything we can to just make it a really cool, unique spot. Um, the Joe Bob Christmas show that we did at Music Box Theaters, uh, Music Box Theater, I don't know what I'm saying, theaters. Uh, that's only one of many things that we plan on doing. We want to do stuff like that. Not to mention, um, I'm not sure if you've gotten wind of this, but there's going to be an Alamo Draft House that's opening in Chicago soon. Over in Wrigleyville. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of really, I feel like for, for, for fans like us, there's a lot of really cool things opening up in Chicago. And for, for me, the first thing I think is what kind of collaborations could we do with the horror house and Alamo draft house, you know, whether it's movies in the cemetery or whatever, yeah. like there's a lot of cool things that I feel like can be done. And, uh, it can be done successfully. That, that's right. the thing. Like these aren't crazy, you know, pie in the sky ideas. These are legit things that people would be drawn to. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Some people don't understand it. It's miss the people who've never been to uh, a horror movie or never been to music box of horrors, you know, like those people may not get it, but like we do, you know, and I have complete faith in what we're doing. My brother, my brother, Moses, uh, our buddy, Aaron, like we, we know what we're doing. And um, with this Kickstarter, it's just going to help, help us expand extend our reach and be able to do a lot more whether it be promotion wise um getting a brand new really cool sign for the for the shop um we have a giant wall on the side of the building that we could paint and use as advertisement for free but it's kind of costly to get somebody to do it so things like that are going to be able to to um help us do really cool shit like that in my opinion you know like right now we're um we're trying everything we can. We have an exclusive pre-order on the cryptic closet right now. Um, if you're a fan of Scream, we have a really cool stab designed by Stephen Laurel's Holiday, and all the proceeds are going to the fundraiser. So, um, if you don't want to donate to the Kickstarter, but you want to buy a really cool shirt and still feel like you're, you know, contributing, that's a really cool way to do it too. I love that. You know, it's funny. Back when we were kids, our parents were younger. They would spend the day at the mall you know, just make a day of it, 9 a.m. till like 2 or 3 p.m., stop for lunch. I kind of look at this Avondale corridor as my version of a shopping mall. It's like, yeah, maybe I'll go to Bucket of Blood or I'll start with uh, Dark Matter and then I'll go to Bucket of Blood, wander over to your place, the Horror House, uh, go to Kuma's for lunch. Like, what a day. Like, I, I it's going to be an awesome summer. Dude, I am so excited, man. I'm so excited. Also, I can't wait for the first pervert to come into our shop thinking it's an actual horror house. <laughs> That's what I'm anticipating. Are you, now, there's no crossover audience between perverts and horror fans? <clears throat> oh, no, for sure. That's why there's always tits in a lot of those eight, 80s movies, you know? For sure. It all intertwines. You can finally make it work. You can make okay, a pervert and somehow walk out with a fan of DeVito. So if, if you're just joining us, it would be it on video, audio, or, or whatever. 
the horror house is coming to Avondale 2911 West Belmont. It's a done deal. That is going to happen. That that store is being erected as we speak, but it can be made even better by contributing to the Kickstarter, which you can just find by going to or searching horror house on Kickstarter. Yeah. So I'll ask you the, the final question, which kind of ties back to some of the stuff we've been talking about. Not everyone gets horror. What is it about horror? What is it that speaks to you? What, what makes you so excited about this medium, be it in print film, whatever that makes you want to basically build a career and a life around it. I think it's a mixture of the thrill that I get of watching a horror movie mixed with the feeling of nostalgia, because when I was growing up, that's all I did. Um, I would go to my uncle's house and he would throw on a random horror movie I've never seen in my life and I'd watch it and end up not sleeping that night thinking about fright or thinking about, you know, fucking people under the stairs. And um, I watch them now just for the pure enjoyment. Like, I know it's morbid. I know it's dark. Like, it's no different than somebody loving metal music or loving, um, you know, whatever they love. People get at me about liking wrestling, you know, and it's like some people get it. Some people don't. But um, at the end of the day, when I watch a horror flick, I just enjoy it. I like to be able to enjoy the wild ride of mm-hmm. whatever the story is. And then the moment it's over, it's over. So would I want an actual horror movie to happen to me personally? Absolutely not. But watching it and getting lost in, in a film is a, I think it's a beautiful thing. And it's one of my favorite things in general, um, whether it be a horror movie, a comedy stand up. Like I like, I enjoy getting lost in those forms of entertainment. Um, I, you said it the same thing for me i mean for me it's it's that escape it's that thrill and people will ask me the same question they they ask you you watch something that dark or that violent or that gory are you are you okay is that is that like bad you know bad for your mental health for me it's great for my mental health it's a way to check out do something kind of subversive by watching the, this unfold on screen and kind of follow the story and lose myself in it then by the time that 90 minutes two hours is over i feel like completely refreshed and completely healthy to me it's a perfect emotional diversion no i agree you know honestly the feeling that most people would assume that i would have from watching horror movies i get from watching the news um i watch it real yeah and i'm like me sick to my stomach and the fact that it's all real is like that's way more frightening than anything fucking Art the Clown or Jason Voorhees or fucking anybody can do on screen, you know? Um, Speaking of Art the Clown, you're wearing the Terrifier t-shirt. Yep. How excited are you for the Terrifier 2, the Terrifier sequel coming out? Dude, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, I know, like, I think we are talking about before, I know that they're, I don't know if it was a Indiegogo or a Kickstarter or whatever, whatever it was, they exceeded their expectations. So I know that their budget was a lot bigger than they were expecting. So I can only imagine that it's going to reflect in the movie itself. And it's going to be twice as good as the first one. There's so many great scenes in that first one. And I think we've all watched it over and over on Netflix. It just, even at the pizza parlor, the, that early scene in the movie, just the, the, the cutting in half scene there. There's so much to recommend that yep, first terrifying yep. movie. It's so great. Art, the clown, I would say best evil clown in movie history. He is. And you know, you know, what's even cooler that people don't give him credit for is that, yeah, you can compare him to Pennywise, but this guy's eerie 
and unnerving and he doesn't say a goddamn word uh-huh you know that just, that there just brings like an extra layer of creepiness when you don't hear him speak at all you know and he's vaguely dirty and just yeah just kind of he looks evil he looks like pure evil yeah like if if, if he was in an alley i would shit myself yeah, like, for, I, I would. like purposely i would legit shit myself so he could smell it and then hopefully leave me alone right provide a diversion well played all right Vinny malave horror house is coming you have no specific date yet other than spring correct um listen if uh the city gives us the okay we're aiming towards monday may 2nd that's so soon that's exciting yeah okay fingers crossed and again if you're watching or listening kickstarter help this if you're a horror fan if you're just a fan of independent retail supporting independent brick and mortars go to the kickstarter help them out horror house and then we'll we'll hang out there all spring and summer long yeah absolutely and um you know if for some reason the city doesn't allow us to open that time just follow the horror house shop on instagram or facebook um we'll be posting all updates on there that includes all the updates for the kickstarter um any projects we're also gonna be doing a fundraiser on friday april 8th it's gonna be at reed's local um it's from seven till last call we're gonna do wrestling from seven to ten p.m um, and then we're going to do horror movies and scary Oki the rest of the night. Um, Fantastic. We'll have our a little mini version of what our usual setup is at a con. We'll be selling some of our stuff and just hanging out. So if anybody wants to come out, um, there's a $10 suggested donation that includes uh, some barbecue, some food um, that's free. And um, yeah, hopefully have a really cool time and do some cool shit. And hopefully, uh, I don't know, make some cool memories because uh all I know is I'm anticipating May, and um, I do want to say in advance, any single person who's listening to this, um, whether you liked or commented or shared it, or if you're going on the Kickstarter right now, just take a look at the page. Thank you, because um, the more help, I don't know, I'm, 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 I'm speechless at this point, because uh, I'm a little bit overwhelmed, and... Just want to say thank you because we've had a lot of people reach out and say things to us and give a lot of really encouraging words. And um, we know that we're doing the right thing and we're hoping right. that, you know, come May, we'll get to see a lot of your pretty faces when we open our doors. Hell yes. You got this. You're going to do this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 